Today we have a classic Rashi Sikha. We're going to look at a Rashi, we're going to dissect it, every detail of it, every word of it, and we're going to realize that the way we understood the Rashi at first is very different than what Rashi is trying to tell us. And once we get the change in approach, once we understand what Rashi is trying to accomplish, the whole Rashi is going to make sense perfectly. In Parshas Vayeshev, we have the story of Yosef being sent by Yaakov Avinu to Shechem, where the brothers, the Shvatim, are taking care of the sheep. And it is over there where the trouble begins with Yosef being sold. In Pasuk, Vayemer le Yisrael to Yosef, Lechnor re'eya shleimachacha. The Pasuk says that Yisrael, meaning Yankiv Avinu, says to Yosef, go see the welfare of your brothers. Vayishlacheyu, and he sent him to Shechem, Vayavay Shechema, and he comes to the city of Shechem. Shtaltzach Rasha, Vayavay Shechema. So Rashi quotes the words, Vayavay Shechema. When he's mefarish, Mokim Muchan Lapuronius. A place that is destined for trouble, for misfortune. And in Siv Gimel, we're going to look at the continuation of Rashi, where Rashi tells us what is the actual Peronius, where do we see that there was trouble in Shechem. But first and foremost, before we even get to the details, we have to understand a, a very fundamental question. What is bothering Rashi? He came to Shechem. What more? What more do we need to know? What is the question in the simple understanding of the Pasuk? Because of that question, Rashi feels the need to ex explain something more than the simple. He came to Shechem. Rashi says it was a place that was predestined for misfortune. Before I should learn it, before I should learn as we bowed, as stain. so we're going to see two different answers of the of Mepharshim, two different sets of Mepharshim, um, try to understand what is bothering Rashi, and in the end, the Rebbe refutes both approaches as a traditional Mikra approach. One group of Mepharshim learn, since the Pasuk already told us that the brothers were pasturing. In Shechem, it's not any more necessary for the Pasuk to tell us that he came to Shechem. The Pasuk could have just said, and he arrived there. We would have known that it means Shechem, because we know already that the brothers are there. From them was the Pasuk is Madrigas Vayavi Shechema. From the fact that the Pasuk emphasizes that he came specifically to Shechem, is Mashma as the Midrash Gemein Shechema Yedua Hamuchel Leporonius. So from this Rashi derives that there is a specific intention when we say Shechem, Shechem the infamous, Shechem the place that is known for its trouble. Alpip Shuto is a Beshvert Zogin. Adas is Rashi Uishin to Bavarinim. However, on the basic level, it's very difficult to say that this is what Rashi is coming to address. The fact that it says Shema and not Shama or something like that. Vile. Aleph, number one, for three reasons. Number one, Megifint Bekama Mekemis as the Pasuk, Chazet Iber Dunamaphon and Art, Wunizich Mit Mistabek Mitten Vard Shom. 
We find in various places in the Torah that a Pasuk will repeat the name of the place and does not suffice with saying that they arrived there or that they were there, but the Pasuk actually repeats the name of the place. And we have an example for this in our Parsha. He placed him in the jail. There he was in the jail. That he was put in charge of all the inmates that were in the jail. And it says Beis Aseir three times. It says, Which this implies that according to Pshat is not a question. The fact that the Pasuk specifies and then repeats the name of the place time and again is not considered a question. It's not something that is problematic in Pshutish Mikra. And therefore, here too, if it says Shem a few times, it wouldn't be something that Ashi would feel the need to address. Base. A second reason why this cannot be the thing that's bothering Rashi, if you would say that this is something that does bother Rashi, that the fact that we already know that they're in Shem bothers Rashi, then, 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 then we're too late. Rashi should have addressed this in an earlier Pasik. Where, Hashem, where Yaakov tells Yosef, your brothers are taking care of the sheep in Shechem. Because over there, in, in the previous Pasuk, it's already unnecessary to say that they're in Shechem. Because there's an even earlier Pasuk, that the brothers went to take care of the sheep of their father in Shechem. In other words, Vayavay Shechema is not the second time that Shechem is mentioned, it's the third time that Shechem is mentioned. First it says that the brothers were that they went to take care of the sheep in Shechem. Then it says, your brothers are in Shechem. And then it says, Vayavay Shechema. So if the fact that the Torah is repeating the name of the place is a problem, then already at the second time, Rashi should have addressed this. Now, if you're going to say, what what should it have said? It's not like he could have said, Yavay Shama over there. Because Yaakov is talking to Yosef. So the Rebbe explains in the parentheses, also in the second, in the previous Pasik, I'm going to go send you to your brother. Instead of saying, Your brothers are in Shechem. I'm going to go and send you. It could have just said, I'm going to send it to your brothers without saying if that was an issue, if there was a problem with the Pasik saying the name of the place twice or three times, then already at the second time, the Pasik Rashi should have asked, why doesn't it say it in a different way and avoid repeating the name of the place? Gimel. The third question, Lefiza, if the only issue is the fact that it says Shema and not Shama, which means that had it said there would have not been an issue here at all. The Rashi should have uh, 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 quoted in the Dibra Maskil only the word Shema, not the word Vayove. Vayove is not the question. Vayove Shema wouldn't have been a problem. It's the word Shema that's the problem. So then just write the word Shema in the Dibra Maskil. But we, don't, we see that Rashi doesn't do that. It seems that the whole Vayove Shema is bothering Rashi. 
So therefore, we conclude that to say that the Rashi is bothered by the fact that it says Shema and not Shema, that can't be the question. Because number one, we find Al Pipsuk Mikra in other places where a name of a place is mentioned numerous times. Number two, if Rashi was bothered by the name of the place, he would have mentioned it the Pasuk earlier. And number three, Rashi says, not just Shema in the Dibra Mask. Base. And there's another group of Mepharshim that learn. As Rashi is the Usin Tzumaz Bezayin, Farvosas Taf Bechlal Shtein Divertav Yavay Shchema. That the whole, that, that Rashi is bothered and is coming to explain why it says Bechlal Yavay Shchema. Not, we're not asking why it says Shchema, not Shema, but skip the two words totally. L'maynaf kemin nevusi is givender by yimtzei yuish v'gemar. What happens after he arrives to Shchem? Yosef is lost. He's wandering in the field. And an Ish finds him. Ish literally means a man. Rashi explains that it's Malach Kavrio. And he says, I'm looking for my brothers. And the, and the man tells him, your brothers left, they went to Daisa. Who cares where this happened? Why does it say that Yahweh Shechema, that it happened, they came to Shechema, and that's where this whole thing happened? What relevance is there to it? Is Rashi Mefarish? So therefore, the question is, skip the words of Yahweh Shechema. That it is important to know where the story happened because Shechem is a place that is predestined for trouble, for misfortune. And therefore, the Pasuk is telling us to tell us that this is a Makam Even this doesn't either, is not either understood so well. The Pasuk did say, Pasuk tells us that the brothers of Yosef were in Shechem. Whereas Suzea, Yankev Geshik to Yosef, and Yaakov sent Yosef to them when they were in Shechem, he's pushed as his derech akasa to the sailing, as Yosef's gagag and dot from what they've So it's obvious, it's simple, that the Pasuk would tell us that Yosef went to the place where he was sent, which is Shechem. In Arah 14, he brings a couple of examples. One of them is where uh, Yitzchak tells Yaakov of Yenu, Kum lech padena aram, go to padena aram, and then three psalm later, Vayelech padena aram, he went to padena aram, it doesn't just say that he went, whatever it is, but it says he went to the place that he was sent. Nochmer, additionally, in divided the psalm, in the next psalm, it tells us that Yosef was wandering in the field. And he tells this person, this man, which we said, like we just mentioned, is actually Gavriel the Malach. I'm just looking for my brothers. And the man says they left here, they traveled away from here. So it's obvious that the Pasik has to tell us that Yesus arrived in Shechem. Otherwise, the story doesn't make any sense. Why is he wandering? Why is he looking for his brothers? And most importantly, it says they left here. Where is here? If we don't know that he came to Shechem, then we don't know where he left from. So when the, when the person says, they left from here to go to Daisan, we don't know where that is. So the story, the details of the story are relevant are understood only once you understand that he came to Shechem and the brothers aren't there. So he has to look for them. So the Malach says, All these details only make sense once you realize that Yesef is in Shechem. So this, so according to Pshut Shalmikra, 
this explanation doesn't either make sense. So we're back to our original question, what is bothering Rashi? Why does Rashi feel the need to say anything? What is, why can't we just say, Yavei Shechema, Yosef came to Shechem. Why does Rashi feel that there's something lacking here, which has to be understood only through explaining the fact that Shechem was a Mokim, Muchan Laporanus. In Sif Gimel, we're going to continue with Rashi. Rashi is going to bring examples of the Poronius, of the different um, misfortunes that befell the Yidden, or the family of Yaakov in Shechem. We're going to ask a number of questions, five to be exact, on the second part of Rashi. And the fact that he sold Yosef. There they tortured Dina. There Dina was abducted, violated. It was there that the kingdom of David was divided into two, into two kingdoms, which ultimately become Malchai David, Malchai Yehuda, and Malchai Yisrael. The Pasuk says Rechavam went to Shechem. Rechavam was the son of Shleim HaMelech and should have been the successor of Shleim HaMelech. And then comes Yeravam ben Nevat, who was from Shevet Ephraim and who already started up with Shleim HaMelech during Shleim HaMelech's lifetime. And after Shleim HaMelech dies, um, it beca- the beca- there's no choice but to, to divide the kingdom, and this is the beginning of an entire era in Jewish history where there were two sets of kings, Malchi Yehuda, Malchi Yisrael, which obviously was a ta- time of where Achtos was lacking, and it was a terrible time in Klal Yisrael. Where does this all occur? Where does it begin? In Shechem. Rechavim went to Shechem, and that's where he meets Yeravim, and that's where this whole uh, saga begins. Darfim Fashtain, so we have a number of questions on this. What is the order in which Rashi lists these events? The event with Dina, that Dina was violated, happened before the sin of the Shvatim of selling Yosef. So Rashi should have listed them in chronological order. The first thing of these three is that Dina was tortured. Then the Shvatim sold Yosef. And then later on in history, uh, 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 there's a split in Malche Beis David. Nochme. Base. Additionally, this question is even stronger. The source of Rashi, Rashi's source, where he gets this from, is from the Gemara in Sanhedrin and from the Medrash Over there in the Medrash and in and in um, the, the Gemara, they are written in chronological order. That the story of Dina's abduction was first. Why does Rashi change and, 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 and rework the order to put the first Sham Kilkulu Hashvatim? And the Rebbe brings in the Horus that also for Rashi's argument, it doesn't make so much sense. If you're trying to prove that Shechem was already Muchan Laporanus, even before the story of Yosef, then why start with Kilkulu Hashvatim? If you're trying to prove that that, that that uh, Shechem was predisposed to misfortune. So bring something that happened before the story of Yosef. Show that when Yosef was, was, was sold over there, it was already a place of Peronus. So 
In general, the order is not understood, especially since the fact that the Medrash and the Gemara have it in a different order, and have it with what we would think is the right order. See, question Gimel. In Gemara, when Tanchum is the Lashon B'Shechem Mokru Echav Es Yosef, the Gemara and Tanchum use the term in Shechem, the brothers sold Yosef. Vos is their Tam, Vos Rashi is Mishano and Shrek Chum Kilkalu Ashvatim. Rashi doesn't spell out that they sold Yosef. He says over there they sinned. So why does Rashi change from the words of the Medrash and Gemara? And the question is stronger because quite the contrary. The Lashon Kilkul is Masim Nid Kin Harben Inyan. The word Kilkul is to be used even by not, by, by not such a severe infraction. Kilkul is a lighter way of saying what happened over here. Al Derech. Rashi says earlier, notice, uh, the, the Rashi uses the term, even during the Kalkala, even during his sin, even during his misstep, he still called the Bukhar. He was still the Bukhar. Implying that what he did was wrong, but it wasn't so terrible. And since we're talking about the sale of Yesu, which was a very severe infraction, Rashi brings, uh, sorry, the Hare brings. I don't see it here, but one of the artists he uses the words uh, um, the, that's called a pesha al michram bakasev. The fact that it was a sin, which is much worse than a kilkul. Why does Rashi downplay the 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 severity of the what the shvatim did by using the words kilkulu? The word kilkulu. So not only are we asking the question, why does Rashi change from the mock where it says machru and say kilkulu? It also seems that Rashi is diminishing the severity of the infraction. Dalit question four. In Nevi'im we find, and this is even before the story of the split of Malchai Beis David, which happens in the time of Rechavim, we find earlier another uh, a terrible event that happens in Shechem. Avimelech, the son of Yerubal, goes to Shechem, and he goes to the people of Shechem, and he asks them, do you want me to be the king, one person, or do you want, at that time there were 70 leaders of Shechem, were actually his brothers or his family members, and he convinces the Shechem people to put him in charge, and then he goes to the home of Yerubal, his father, and he kills out 70 brothers. Which is a terrible story. Why doesn't Rashi mention it? Rashi is trying to prove that this is a place that is filled with misfortune, with sadness, with trouble. Why doesn't Rashi bring the story? And, and it's even before, if you're going to say that Rashi is not going to go through the whole history. But he goes further than this in history. He goes all the way to Rechavah. And this story happened before that. So why does Rashi not mention it? And you can't say that the reason why Rashi doesn't bring this is because it wasn't a misfortune for all of Klal Yisrael. It only affected this family. Because also the, the violation of Dina, the torture of Dina, was also uh, just affected one person or one family, not all of Klal Yisrael. Now, Sifei, the final a uh, question. Hey, the final question is a very important question. Why is Rashi so focused on the negativity that happened in Shechem? There are beautiful things that happened in Shechem. Good things happened there too. So why call it a Mokemuchal Apuranus and focus on the negative if other things happen there as well? Lidach. as in Shechem, we find in Shechem good things. 
took place. Rashi already discussed this earlier. And the reason why Freer is uh, emphasized, is bold, because if something was already discussed, that we, meet, that, that we know that the Mancham is the Mikra, we know that the proverbial five-year-old understands or knows that this already took place. So Rashi brings earlier on, as in Shechem, Kiblu Yisrael Shvuzatera, that the Yidin accepted upon themselves the Shvua, the, the, the promise of fulfillment of Tera. Over there, the Pasuk says, Avram went through the, the land, until Eilin Meira. Rashi brings that Eilin Meira is Shechem. And from there, he was, Avram was able to see Har Grizim and Har Evel. And this is where the Yidin were Mekabal the Torah. So even though it hadn't happened yet, but, but Shechem, by Avram's time, but Avram sees our grizim and our evil, and that's right, that, that's right outside Shechem, right in the area of Shechem. That's where the Yidnur Mekabu It's a beautiful thing. We are out of all places in that Israel, where the Yidn say that we're accepting the Torah in Shechem. And then there's a story in the Nevi'im. That Yeshua made a covenant with the Yidin for the fulfillment of Teiru Mitzvahs. Over there in Yeshua, it says that yes, if Yeshua has called Shifta Yisrael Shechema, that Yeshua gathered all this Fatim into Shechem, and there's a long Pedic over there in Sefer Yeshua, where, where, where Yeshua goes over, discusses with them all of the miracles that happened throughout their, their time together, uh, uh, um, some of the, 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 the pieces of the Haggadah. Especially, etc., etc. A lot of these, the, some of these quotes from the Haggadah are actually from this this Pedic in Yeshua. And then Yeshua asks them if they're ready to, to commit. And they say yes. And Yeshua says, Get rid of your idols. And then it says, Yeshua. Bris, Yeshua made a covenant with the Yidin that they're going to fulfill Tero Mitzvahs. So not only with the Yidin. Uh, re- receive the Torah and accept the Torah in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu in our Grizim and our Evil, but then later Yeshua makes a bris with the Yidin in that very same place. And it is there where Avram hears from the Abishta that he's going to be blessed with children and the Yidin are going to have Eretz Yisrael. In, in the same place of Yavar Avram Baris as Pasik Vav, the next Pasik it says, even Zayin, that Avram built a Mizbeach, and Ashi says he built a Mizbeach to thank Hashem for, for giving him the, the good news that he's going to have children and that Abish is going to give Eretz Yisrael to the so what is the proof in Pesut Mikra that Shechem is specifically designated for negative events if we see also positive events happening there? So now we have our questions. Question number one was, what's bothering Rashi with the fact that he has to say anything then Rashi gives us three examples of Peronius. So we, under, we, we ask, number one, why is it in this order that is not chronological? Number two, why is it in a different order than the Gemara and the Medrash? Number three, why use the word Kilkulu instead of Machru? Number four, why not mention other negative events that happened in Shechem? And number five, there were positive events in Shechem as well. Why focus on the negative? Now, 
In Siv Dalad, we're going to focus on the question about Machru versus Kilkalu. We're going to explain that Rashi cannot use the word Machru, that, Rashi, that, that, that the Yidin, that the Yidin, that the Shvatim sold Yosef in Shechem because they didn't sell him in Shechem. They sold him elsewhere. So Rashi can't use the words Sham Machru as Yosef because they didn't sell him in Shechem. The fact that Rashi uses the word kilkalu and not machru can be explained. Rashi is following his approach, his understanding, according to Psutish according to, In the next pasuk, it says that the, that, the, that the person, the Ish, that was in the field tells Yosef that I heard them saying, let us go to Doisa. There's not necessarily a place, rather, it is a, 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 two words that are referring to other words, nichleidosis means legal uh, uh, reasons, legal excuses, legal pretexts. They went to find legal pretexts that they should be able to kill you. That's the first shot of Rashi, that it doesn't mean literally that they went to a, that they went to another place, but they, 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 they moved themselves from here to try to find excuses or ways to kill you. But according to the Pashtab Shat, the name of a place, and you can't take a Pasik away from its basic understanding. The fact that after both Pirushim Rashi adds the words which we don't find this in other places where Rashi brings two Pirushim. Rashi brings two, uh, uh, one is a Psutai and one is an, a, 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 a Madrish or an Agada and Rashi should say at the end of everything that's very very unusual. Is Kavanase. So why does Rashi do it here? To Masbezai, Rashi wants to explain to us as Eichleiten Ersten Pirush is Ein Mikayetzimid Epsutei Undeisnes Sheimakim. That even according to the first Pirush, that Nilcha Deisayna is not the name of a place. Nilcha Deisayna means Nichle Dasseis that they were looking for reasons to kill or excuses for ways to kill Yosef. It could still also be a place. In other words, as Mefarshim explained, as in it's not either or, not either or the name of a place, but when the Pasik says it includes both aspects. Number one is the name of a place, as and the brothers of Yasef left Shem and they went to Dayson. as they again is given and the purpose of their going was to find reasons or ways to kill Yasef. So this is a, unusual, where usually you have one or the other. You have one pshat or another pshat. They, they, they're, they're, they can't both be true. But here, the, by, by Rashi adding the words, at the end of both Pirushim, Rashi is telling us that both are true, even according to the first opinion. That Neilcha Deisena means Nichle Dases, it can still also mean Deisen. That according to Rashi, the sale of Yosef did not take place in Shechem, not in Daisan. Even if it means Nichle Dasais, it still is also Shema Mokim. And therefore, where do they actually sell Yosef in Daisan? Rashi can't use the same words as it's used in Shechem. The brothers sold Yosef, and it didn't happen in Shechem. So this is a very simple explanation why Rashi uses the term kilkilu and not machru.
Now in the brackets, the Rebbe is going to say, what about in the Gemara? The Gemara says, So how, how, how do you fit that into the Gemara? If there wasn't Shechem, if it was Doisan, how, how does that fit? And the Rebbe is going to say how Rashi in the Gemara addresses that question. But Rashi in the Gemara does not, is not compelled to follow Pesut Mikra. Rashi is there to explain the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't have to be consistent with Pshat of, of, of Chumash. But in Pshat and Chumash, the reality remains that the sale was in a city, in a place called Taisan. In Rashi's Pirush on the Gemara, in Sanhedrin, Rashi addresses this question. Unus Mefarash and he explains. And the fact that it says in the Pasuk Taisan, it happened in Shechem. So Rashi says, it says in the Pasuk it was in Daisan. This is a suburb, a village outside of Shechem, right outside Shechem. And it's still called by the name Shechem. Because since it's a suburb of Shechem, it's still called by the name Shechem. Or else you could say another explanation. Rashi, as the Medrash says, Shall you done in love the Hargit? That, 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 that they were judging him to kill him. As Rashi says in another place in Shas, in Gemara Saita, as laid the Makim, that according to the Medrashtesan, there's not a place. So in the Gemara, Rashi has two interpretations. Either Doisin is the name of a place, but it could still be called Shechem because it's a suburb of Shechem, or Doisin is not a place. Doisin means Dosis. Dos is from the word dos, laws. They were looking for ways, according to the law, that they would be allowed to kill Yasef. But this only works according to Shas, where you're not limited to Pesudah Shalmikra. But according to Pesudah Shalmikra, Dyson is the name of a place. So you can't use the Inami of Rashi over there, that it wasn't the name of a place, because we just explained that according to Pesudah, it's the name of a place. And nor can we rely on or use the other explanation of Rashi that it was a suburb of Shechem. In Pesut Yisomikra, it doesn't either fit. And it doesn't make sense to say that we could call Shechem a place that is predestined or predisposed to misfortune because of something that happened in one of its suburbs. In Gemara, fine, it can make sense. But in 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 the in Chumash, where we're Mikra, we're not going to tell you that Shechem is a Malkin Muchal because of the fact of something that happened in another in another in another part of town uh, outside of Shechem. There's one more point to be made here. The Pasuk emphasized that it was a different place. They traveled away from here. It's hard to fit it in in the simple understanding that it was a village right outside Shechem and it says they traveled away from here. They went over there, they moved, they moved over a few blocks. If you're saying they left here, then it's very difficult to touch it to mean that they left here to go to a place that's right there. The Rashi says that it's over there that the Shvatim sinned. The sale didn't take place there. Rashi can't say that because it doesn't make sense to say that the sale happened in Shechem. It happened in Doison. So Rashi says what happened in Shechem? Over there they sinned, but it wasn't nearly as bad as actually selling Yosef. So this, in a sense, answers question Gimel. 
why Rashi uses the word kilkulu and not machru. However, the, it's not fully explained. But after Befarstein, the Val Bechiras Yisuf is going to need Shom, not in Dayson. If the sale of Yisuf happened not in Shechem but in Dayson, Vasmid Rashi mit Shom kilkulu Ashvatim. Then what happened? What did happen there? What did they sin? What did they do wrong in Shechem? If they had left Shechem and got to and arrived to Dayson, and ultimately there is where this whole story uh, plays itself out, and he gets sold in Dayson. Then what's what, what's the Puranas that happened in Shechem? What's the Kilkilu that happened in Shechem? So therefore, our question Gimel is not fully answered, because if you're going to touch that the reason it says Kilkilu and not Machrus because they were he, he wasn't because he wasn't sold there, then what what did happen there? So we have a bunch of questions which, I'm, which I already summarized before Siv Dalid. So we now are going to go to the Biur in Sif Hay uh, uh, and to understand what Rashi is trying to tell us, and this will answer all of our questions. And what the Rebbe is going to explain to us in Sifei is that the way you understood the words Makimuch Laparonus was a little off, or maybe totally off. When you see the words Makimuch Laparonus, the way you, you normally understand it to mean is that this place was already a troublesome place. It was already a place that was predestined, predisposed for trouble way before Yasef even got there. And throughout history, this is a place that is mole troubles. That's how you would want to, usually the words, that's what, that's what it means. Rashi doesn't mean that. Rashi means that it was regards to Yosef, specifically it was a, case, it was a place of Puranus. Yosef's troubles happen in, 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 begin in Shechem. And that's why, this will answer all the questions, as we'll see, as we'll see inside. Because we're not talking about the fact that it was a makimuch and lapranus for everyone or for all times. Specifically for Yosef related things, it's a makimuch and lapranus. Sif A. Is a beautiful because here's the explanation. In Pastor's Landman, the Pshat in the Maimon Razal, makimuch and lapranus. Seemingly a person would have learned, and he's going to say that this isn't the way to learn it here, but a person would learn that when you say a place that was predisposed to misfortune, as Yasef came to a place that in general was predisposed to trouble. As Rashi continues and lists various different troubles, which happened over there. And therefore, because it was a troublesome place, therefore, also Yosef has his troubles there. Zayn Mechira, his sale, the sale of Yosef happens over there. As if to say, there's certain neighborhoods that are dangerous neighborhoods. You go, you, you go to a na- dangerous neighborhood, dangerous things are going to happen. But that's not the Pshat. In order for Rashi to address immediately that it's not what he means when he says the words is Rashi mishadadim seder. That is why Rashi changes the order of the things that happened there. Fundi Puranius from the trouble. And begins right away with the fact that the Shvatim sinned over there. But thus is which is the very event that's being discussed here. Rashi goes straight to the our event, Shom Kilkulu Ashvatim, to emphasize that that is where we see that this place is Mukhla Pranius, was the Mitmach Rashi Klar. This this is how Rashi clarifies. As Mitmach Mukhla Pranius, that when he says that this is a place of trouble, he's referring to the specifics, to the, this specific detail. Nor b'shaiches to Yosef in Tzamanag Mitzamichira that specifically with regards to Yosef, as it connects to the sale of Yosef, Shechem was a place of trouble. 
Das heißt, als Kummerdicken Schrem hat dort sich angehoben, die Achanne zu sein Peronius, that once he comes to Schrem, that's when the story begins, the, 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 the pregame, the preparation to his troubles begin once he arrives in Schrem. Because that's where the Shvatim sinned. And in the end of Sivav, we'll explain what their sin was. Which is, we had asked earlier already in the end of Sivdalad, what did they do in Shechem if they sold him in Doisa? And we're going to touch upon that in the end of Sivav. But the, the first thing we have to realize is that what Rashi is telling us is not that Shechem was in general a terrible place or a place of trouble, but Shechem was a fine place. But with regards to Yasef, Yosef's troubles begin in Shechem. Under fun move on, and from this we understand, as Eich the other two peronies was Rashi brings, the also the other two uh, misfortunes that Rashi brings. Sham inu as Dina that over there Dina was tortured. Sham nechla kamalchus b'David. There is where the kingdom of David was divided. Haven arfar bund midem was Shechem as a malkim laperonies are connected with. Sorry, let me read that again. Haven arfar bund midem was Shechem as a malkim muchin laperonies far Yisufin that. That th those other two events specifically are connected to the fact that Shechem is a place of misfortune for Yosef, which will be explained in Sif Zayin. So the underlying message, the underlying uh, point, that the, the nutshell that we were just introduced to in Sif Hay, that it's going to answer all of our questions, is that Rashi wants to tell us that Shechem is a place of peronus, of trouble, of misfortune, specifically for Yosef. Starting with that's where the Shvatim sinned with regards to the sale of Yosef. And then Ashi brings other examples, but those other examples are going to connect back somehow to the sale of Yosef. Sivov. How does Ashi know this? The proof, and the compelling proof for this Pirush, is the question that that we have on the words of the Yavishchama, which is why Rashi quotes those two words in the Dibra Maschi. But that was the passage of Yemer Leilech, Vigemer, Vichlachayo, Vigemer. Very nistaim, the word of Yavishchama, the fact that the passage ends with the fact that he arrived to Shechem, unerst in the passage, Nachtam Heben, the Chandi Prati, Asibah, Savan, Dort Pasitim, Seyuish, Vigemer, and all the details that happen in Shechem are in a separate passage. It seems to imply that the arrival of the Shechem is not just an incidental detail in, in the story, but rather that it's, it's an important element of the story. That the fact that Yosef arrived to Shechem is on its own a primary detail of the story, a primary element of the story of Mumechidus Yosef. It's not incidental. It's necessary as a major part of the story to know that Yosef arrives in Shechem. Is not move on? And Rashi has a question on this. The brothers of Yosef weren't there anymore. Not in Daisan. Can also give They're already in Daisan, as we explained before. Yosef's arrival to Shechem is only in a way of passing through. Going, continuing on from Shechem to his brothers in Daisan. Even if we'll accept, like we said earlier in Siv Base, that it is important to know that Yosef arrived in Shechem, to know where he was wandering, to know, to know uh, what, what, that he was looking for his brothers there, to know that, what it means Nos Umizeh, like we explained in Siv Base. 
So we have to tell us that he arrived in Shechem. Why do we have to distinguish or, 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 or spell out in, a, in its own way the fact that Yosef, was, Yosef arrived there? By saying, we're, we're implying that this is a very important detail, a very important element of the story. Pasuk could have just started. The next pasuk could have started. A man found him in Shechem, and he was lost. The What's bothering Rashi is that Yavish Shechem is extra. Now, if you remember, the Mefarshim said the same thing. Yavish Shechem is extra, and we said it can't be because we have to know that he arrived to Shechem. But now we're saying it from a different perspective. We're not bothered by the fact that it mentions Shechem. We're bothered by the fact that Shechem, the fact that he arrived to Shechem, was turned into a major element of the story, and not just a, a, a detail. Of them, Rashi, and therefore Rashi explains that this is a place that is predisposed to misfortune. This is where the Shvatim sinned. Yosef's uncle in Shechem is not a Yosef's arrival in Shechem is not an incidental detail. In the story of the sale of Yosef, but rather it's a very important detail. This is the place where the whole trouble began, Yosef's trouble. Because that is where the Shvatim sinned. And as we said before, what was what, what did they do wrong? It's true that we explained that the sale of Yosef happens in Daisan, but the mess up, the sin. Of the Shvatim began in Shechem. Dort haben sie schön angeben zu trachten und zugreiten. Vor ihm die Peronius. It is there that they began to think about it. It is there that they began to prepare for this for this tragedy. They were searching for you to find uh, legal pretexts. To be able to kill you because of them. So. We understand What's bothering Rashi? Our first question was, what's bothering Rashi? What's bothering Rashi is why the Yavish Shema is related in a way that it is a major element of the story. And we understand why Rashi begins, why Rashi changes the Seder. Shom Kilkulu Ashvatim. He begins with Shom Kilkulu Ashvatim because Rashi wants to emphasize that he does not mean that Shechem is a bad place. He just means that with regards to Yasef's, Yasef's troubles, Yasef's misfortunes uh, begin in Shechem. And since Rashi has to make this point, it's like the fact that it's different than Pshute Shal Mikra, so therefore Rashi, the order is different. In the, in the Gemara and the Medrash, they're not, they're not necessarily making the point that it's specifically with regards to Yosef. It could be in the, in the, Gemara, in the Gemara and the Medrash, the, uh, the, this is, it, it means there's a Malkin Mukhan Lapranus in general. So therefore, therefore the, the order of the Gemara is different. But Rashi is talking about Pshute Shal Mikra, and therefore Rashi changes the order from the Gemara and the Medrash. We also understand what Rashi says, Kilkul Urat Machru, like we explained at length, because the sale happened in in Daisa, uh, not in Shechem. Before we get to answer the last two questions, why Rashi doesn't mention um, um, the other misfortunes that happened in Shechem, and why Rashi doesn't focus on the positive that happened in Shechem, which probably you already know the answer in your head, because it's obvious. But we have to understand, if the story of, uh, if this Rashi is referring specifically to the misfortunes that occurred to Yosef, how does the story of Dina's abduction and how does the story of the division of Malchebe's David come into this Rashi? 
So that's going to be explained in Siv Zayin. Shaykhs when divided they could say Pranius. Sham inu as dinas sham nechlat chamalchal bedavit videm v'shechem as a malkam muchal Pranius. For Yisufin to explain the connection between the other misfortunes that befell uh, in Shechem uh, with regards to the fact that yeah, that that Shechem is a place that is predestined or predisposed to misfortune for Yisuf specifically it will be explained as follows. First, we're going to bring you, uh, we're going to bring up another another Rashi that is going to help us understand this. Rashi at Friar Mefaras, and Rashi explained earlier in the beginning of Parshas Vayeshev, as Yosef used to tell his brother, tell his father, used to inform to his father on his brothers about three things. Number one, that they were eating Avram Menachai, which is one of the Shavu Mitzvah Never, even though the Torah was not yet given, it was already something that they were obligated to uh, to observe. The second thing that Yesus would tell his father about his brothers was that they were disrespectful to the children of the Shvachis, that they would refer to them as slaves. And number three, they were, they were, they were under suspicion that they were engaging in illicit relationships. And with all these three things, because of all these three things, Yesus was punished. For the fact that he spoke about Eivim Achai, he was punished with Vayishchatu, that the brothers slaughtered a goat to prove to Yesus, to, to Yaakov, that Yesus was dead. Valdiba, the fact that he was uh, 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 talking about the fact that the, that the, uh, that the Bnei Hashvachis were being referred to as Avodim. So Yesus was Le'evid Nimker, Yesus was sold as a slave. And the fact that he told his father that the brothers were, were, were under suspect, under suspicion for illicit relationships, is the story with Yosef and, and, and the wife of Petifar, where Yosef himself was challenged with this very, very thing. Since the punishment of Yosef is connected with these three details, or these three things, Aleph, Evim, and Achai, Number one, that it was connected with the fact that he spoke about Eivim and Achai. Number two, that the, that the Bnei Ashvachas were, were called Avadim, slaves. And Chashudim Alara. It's that from Zagin, Ashchem, Vuseiz, Given the Achanav Ashchalof, and Zainaparan is Ve'enchim, that the Shechem, which is the place where the beginning of all of his misfortune began, is Muchal Naparonius, that it's ready, it's prepared, it's, pre, it's pre, predisposed to trouble. So, Drai Mine Poronius, but Damon to the Drai in Yanam and Yasus Red That in all three aspects of Yasus' words against his brothers, and in the three aspects that Yasus was uh, 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 punished, are all connected to something that happened in Shechem. The fact that the brothers were wanting to kill Yosef, which is a concept of spilling of blood, is as a chana to the Peronius for them was gezogt, as a zanitnis and evmanachai. This fact of kilkulu ashvatim, the fact that the shvatim are discussing Yosef's death, is connected or is where the predisposition of Shechem comes because of the fact that Yosef spoke with Eivim and Achai, which is also a form of spilling blood. And ultimately, in Yosef's life, what happened is they slaughtered the, um, the goat. In other words, we're going to have three things here. We're going to have Yosef, what Yosef did, where we see it in Shechem, and what actually happened to Yosef. So what Yosef did 
was Avram and, was was speak about Avram and Achai. What it caused was that Shechem would be a place where Kilkulu Ashvatim, where the Shvatim should talk about death of Yosef, and what ultimately happens to Yosef is by Yishchatu, that the it doesn't have to happen in Shechem. The, 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 what happened to Yosef doesn't have to happen in Shechem, but it started in Shechem. Then you have Mitzadema Shomini was Dina. The fact that Shechem is a place where Dina was abducted, was violated, is as Muchach Diperonius, Fardem was Zokt, was Zokt, as a Zayn Chsudm Alarais. This shows that, 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 that Shechem is prepared, is predisposed to the punishment that Yosef is going to get for saying that the brothers are. Sus uh, uh, under suspicion for uh, 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 Ill illicit or immoral relationships. And therefore, in Yesus' actual life, Vatisa, Yesus struggles with the wife of Petifar. So again, you have the event in Shechem is the abduction of Dina. The, the, the event in what Yesus did was the fact that he said that there were that they were having illicit relationships. And what ultimately happens is that Yesus struggles with an illicit relationship. And the fact that over there in Shechem is where the division of Machavidavid occurred, which shows on a disrespect and a diminishing of the power of the kingdom of David. And actually was, was, was instigated by Yeravam, who came from Shevet Ephraim, which is a descendant of Yosef. It is now a place that is predisposed to to punishment, which is being done because of Yasef's disrespect, speaking about the disrespect of the Shvatim to the children of the Shvaches by calling them Avadim, and in Yasef's life, Levit Nimka Yasef gets sold as an Evid. So you may want to see this in a, in, in, in a chart form. You have Avram and Achai, which caused Vayishchatu. Where did this begin in Shechem, Nichle Dosis, Sheyimisucha? Then you have the fact that he spoke up in Ashvachis. This causes of the Evid Nimker. Where does this begin? This begins with the fact that it was predisposed for uh, uh, the, the Chalukah of Malchus based David. Then you have the fact that he spoke about Darius, and this in Yasef's life it causes Vatisa. Where does this begin? With Inuas Dina in Shechem. And finally, so now we understand why Rashi brings specifically these two and not anything else. This now uh, uh, automatically cancels out the rest of the questions. As one question that we said that there were not sorry not Peronius, that there were other uh, uh, misfortunes that happened in Shechem. And our last question, there were good things that happened in Shechem. Rashi is only talking about Yosef. The other happy things that happened in Shechem are not, are not related to Yosef specifically, and the other negative things that happened in Shechem are not related to Yosef specifically. Which Rashi doesn't talk about them. Rashi only focuses on the things that are connected to Yosef, either that happened to Yosef directly, or that were connected to Yosef through the punishments that Yosef received because of the things that Yosef did that connect to the fact that in Shechem there were certain events that happened. We just explained either because of Yosef's uh, talking about Abraham and Achai, or because Yosef talking about, about, about the Bnei the, the, is being called about him, or about the fact that Yosef spoke about Darius. So, so therefore, Rashi focuses on these three things that are specifically connected to Yosef. for all the but, but if you're going to look at all, the rest of the Yidim, especially since this is where all the Yidim signed or, or made a covenant, a treaty with Yeshua for the fulfillment of Teru Mitzvahs, Shechem is a wonderful place. 
Shechem is a beautiful place. Beautiful things happen in Shechem. The, the whole Klal the Yidin, as we know it, the Yidin, as the people of, of Kim and Mitzvahs, originate from Shechem, and there's no misfortune there. Only with regards to Yosef is there misfortune there, according to Pshutis Omikra. And therefore, Rashi points that out, that the fact that it says, Vayav is to tell us that Shechem was a terrible place for Yosef specifically. And, and there's three different events that happened there that all connect to Yosef's, Yosef's misfortune and to Yosef's uh, uh, um, informing to his father on his brothers, which in those three details led to three of Yosef's troubles, which were connected to three events that happened in Shechem.